Tati, God Almighty. This is the Sweat Equity Podcast. I'm your host, Law Smith. Uh, recording this a little late on a Tuesday, trying to get this episode out. Spend a couple minutes getting it done. The reason we're late is because we've got a new sponsor. We've got sponsors on this. We've got an advertise advertisement. Yeah. We're going to look. The promise is anything that comes in just gets reinvested into the program. So, better mics. Maybe I'll take speech classes so I don't mumble as much. I've been watching some of the video, noticing that um, my mouth, I got a small mouth. This is where any of my buddies would make a, a BJ joke. But uh, I realized I, I don't enunciate well because I'm usually not smiling enough. Anyway, find this podcast on Laughable, tag uh, Law Smith, comedian, tag any of your favorite comedians. We're a part of uh, the Laughable family. It's, a, it's an app because the podcast app on iTunes, or on your uh, iPhone, I should say, it, it's just not that good. There's not really a great one out there. This one, you can at least tag people you like. So I jump on someone else's podcast. Uh, you can find me on Doug Loves Movies. I've never been on. I'd love to be on. But fa more famous people that you like. You like Gary Vee for entrepreneurship advice. He pops on, you know, someone else's podcast. Boom. There you go. A lot of comedians are kind of, they whore themselves out to the other podcasts. And I get it because that's all we do. We just shoot the shit a lot of the time. And it's a, usually above average, interesting conversation. Uh, if you are sticking to the iTunes app or whatever you listen to on Android, I don't know. I'm an Apple guy. Only because Tim Cook, the CEO, was an Auburn guy, War Eagle. Give us a five-star, subscribe, rate, and review. I'm not sure if this is kosher to even say anymore. I, I've been listening to other podcasts where they're like, you know what to do. We can't really tell you, but you know what to do. So if you want to do us a favor, pause it, subscribe, five-star, write like one sentence, it could be that I have a small penis, still counts. Text is text. It's like the producers. Springtime for Hitler, whatever, just something there. So that helps. If you want to share this with a friend, family member, that's always good too. Before we get into a talk with corporate fitness trainer, I hope that's her title, Kelsey Barr. She's also an actress does a myriad of uh, creative endeavors. The reason I met her is because our video partner across the hall, 2-8-Monkeys, they uh, do a lot of video work. They need fill-in people. They need actresses. They need help on voiceover. And so I saw her going through the halls. She saw I had a yoga mat in my office. And I was like, yeah, use this all the time. And I haven't. I need to get on that Diamond Dallas Page program, but before we get into that convo, it's a good conversation. I try to figure out, you know, what what's practical for people working all the time, or you're working full time. You got the extra thing, extra part time hobby, passion, whatever. What can you do for twenty minutes? What can you eat? 
it gets a little over all over the place because Damien, uh, creative director, owner, co-owner of Two Eight Monkeys, and I guess my uh, creative partner. I don't know. We're doing a lot of video work. We're doing a lot of work trying to figure out a mashup between our two companies that involves a lot of video and involves placement online, where him and I kind of split the creative because he's got he's got a good creative mind. I've got a good one for this stuff. And um, I think we got something there. So he's he's playing a little fast and loose. I think he had a beer while a couple while we're doing it. And um, hope you enjoy it. So this episode brought to you by Grasshopper. So what's Grasshopper? It's, a, it's the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs uh, phone line app. There's some copy they want me to read. I'll try to go through it. I can't really read out loud, so I have to kind of wing this a little bit. But I I knew of Grasshopper before we were approached by it, and I was like, oh yeah, I tell when I when I onboard a lot of startups, they don't have the basics. They need LLC, they need website, just something that's there, some business cards to get started. But one of the uh, really overlooked things is like a business line. Don't put your f- your phone number as your business line because I reverse Google. I Google everybody's number that calls me, and I didn't pick up. I want to see who it is. If it's a scam artist or waste my time or you know someone trying to hit me up for a donation to the school that I went to or something like that. Hey guys, I'll donate when I want to, okay? Phone call's only going to make me not want to do it. But the business phone is kind of funny because I've told a lot of people, yeah, you need a business line. You should do it. It, They're not that expensive. And Grasshopper came in, and it's one of those things where it's kind of dumb if you don't because you need to compartmentalize your life too. Not only do you need that business line just to, you know, fake it till you make it when you're starting out, but you also need it just to, you can turn that line off, keep your other line on uh, when you're, it's personal time. So that's a big one. And Grasshopper hooks our listeners up. So if you go to grasshopper or trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Yeah, like key sweat. So trygrasshopper.com slash sweat like our boy Key Sweat, my brother from another mother, you can get a $50 uh, savings on your order. 50 bucks. There you go. I just saved you 50 bucks on something you probably needed and you kept putting it off. Those gutters aren't going to clean themselves. Your business needs a phone line. You keep putting it off. Go do this. It's... Uh, the other thing is you're a total jabroni if some people figure it out. If you don't have a business phone and you're trying to do your own business and it's just your your cell phone, you're like, hello? <laughs> I can at least pick up our business line and go, hey, talk about consulting. How may I help you? At least I can do that instead of like, what's up? You there? What's going on? So I hope Grasshopper likes this. But look, when you're starting out, you need a few basics for your business. Or you just need a kind of hot, you just, you got a lot of woe days out there. Is that what they call it? Woe days? 
you got some you got some side chicks. That's kind of business. But gra- Grasshopper's looking it up. Try grasshopper.com slash sweat, like sweat equity, and you get the hookup. I'll ever hear me. All right, let's get into this episode. These intros won't be as long in the future. I was kind of having fun with it, feeling it, feeling good, stressed out, got a lot of stuff, but, you know, I couldn't, I got a mandate. We get these out at least once a week. Have fun. Peace. I got. I think we just got it on. Uh, now we're on. You want to run that again? As to I why wish. You're single? Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of reasons we don't have time for that. Anyways. <laughs> can you hear yourself in the in the headphones? I can hear myself. This y- is interesting. Yeah. Well, because people don't know how loud they talk on a mic, you right. know, and like it just kind of drift off like this, and you're kind of going. So that's why I was r- like talking the dick hole. If this is a robot wiener. Uh, a girthy one. I'm telling right, you. right. This is the first um, dick hole robot <laughs> microphone thing. I'll, I'll, hey, I'm I'm so experienced, man. I'm I'm practically a pro. I mean, they do pay me for this now. I was gonna say you didn't look this like you struggled like at all. No, not at all. I'm just like mm, right here, right into the dick hole. Oh, okay. Hey, law's a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I teach. I I taught Damien a lot about dicks. I can see that. Yeah, we ain't talking sports story either. Uh. Let's do uh, fitness. Let's get into fitness. I want to hear about it. What do you do in the fitness world? What's going on? We are fast friends. We're new BFFs. You've been working with 208 Monkeys and Digital Caviar that sandwich our office. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do some acting, right? Mm-hmm. What, uh, t- tell us about yourself. You know, What do you do? Who you are? What's going on? Okay. Because I didn't prepare an intro. That's okay. <laughs> I will introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm Kelsey. I am 23. I've been in the fitness industry for like six years now. Um, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in exercise science, and then I went back for my master's because I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. Um, so I got a master's degree in exercise and nutrition science, and now I work for employee health. What's that? So I basically work with employees for a company. And train them, um, you know, talk to them about their goals, put them through exercise routines to just kind of help them um, be healthier. So what, like, like the big corporate things where they're like, all right, everybody, we take Friday off and we, uh, we're going to do something as a team exercise. Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, we're actually like a, an actual gym. Like uh, I don't know. There is but equipment. For, but in that a corporation, right? Yes, that for a corporation. That sounds so broad that I... How many employees in this corporation, just roughly? Like roughly 8,000 employees. Wow. That's a lot of people to work out. Mm-hmm. So not everybody takes advantage of it, but we see so many awesome results. And people, they become addicted. You get addicted to the pump. It happens. I, I Yeah, I see it. Yeah. I mean so it's a voluntary thing that, you, that the corporation you work for... Um, that's the program that they allow for any employee to take. Aha, uh-huh, yes, but we reel them in because if they participate, they get insurance discounts for their health benefits. What? Yes, that's the kicker. That I mean, that's how it kind of should be, I think. I mean, Honestly. yeah, I mean, there was a there was a thing as 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 self-employed uh, you know, sole proprietorship or whatever. Um I was 
now this is a rumor. I, I was told this, and I was un- and from what I understand is correct that you can write off your gym membership, especially if you're paying your own insurance, because it technically does go towards proactive health care. Uh, Possibly, that makes sense to me. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean we'll, we'll next time we get a, a CPA on here, we, that's the only thing we're missing. <laughs> the <Because> next time, <laughs> <laughs> never. Okay, well, when we get Ruben or the they CPA, they sound really I, exciting. I, I tried to get mine on here, and I was like, "We'll make it exciting," and then we both were like, "No, this it's is just, it's not. It's going to be so boring." But in conjunction with this, I mean, I would love any CPAs out there if you guys want to chime in. Um, at go any point. on his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> called the Rap Party. Yeah, you can go on mine, and, <laughs> and we can talk about this. Yeah, we, 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 we digress so often; it doesn't matter. Um, True. Well, I mean. Uh, it'd probably actually be interesting to have a CPA talk about how you can get all the benefits because movies and film production, a lot of it does rely on tax, mo- like how the taxes work in each state, each yeah. city. Uh, and then like, because like now Georgia's the hot spot to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisiana used to be, still is kind of a place to go. It's kind of funny. And then they've, I think the states figure out they, that like that tax write-off really doesn't benefit after a while and then they raise the taxes or they try to get greedy and raise the taxes back mm-hmm. and then another state's just like yeah yeah come over here come yeah. over here well i mean it does move the money around but for as, f- as far as the um working out is concerned um and again this is something that i wasn't like i heard this from a grapevine i think my cpa uh, at some point had told me that um your gym membership especially if you're paying for your own insurance can either you can either use that to help lower your insurance or you can use that to um as a tax write-off because it's technically it's proactive health i mean let's face it anyone who's active and moving and doing something now mind you you could probably write off your gym membership but if you're not taking advantage of it like at at your corporation where some people don't take advantage of it i mean it's there you actually have to move your body in order to really take advantage of it the tax write-off isn't enough of a reason yeah i mean is it like jazzercise? What kind of workout are we talking about? I mean, I don't do jazzercise. <laughs> um, I don't think I should try it, just knowing my coordination and not very graceful on the dance floor. But um, no, it's actually, there's a ton of different things that we do. We have group fitness classes. We have personal training. Um, we work with nutrition consultations and things like that. So people, and you'd be amazed at how people don't know what a treadmill is like people are not educated they don't know how to do things and that's half the battle is trying to educate sure. people on and you're and you're actually slightly over educated on and when it comes to as far as personal trainers are concerned i mean i've worked with kelsey before and, and there's some of the things that i've that i've noticed is that not only does she speak from a personal training standpoint but she actually looks at the medical science behind some of this oh, and yeah she's, no, she's going for a master's, so she's not like oh yeah no i've worked out all my life and i can be qualified as a personal trainer because there are some trainers out there that all they've done is they've worked out, they've taken a certification course, and they're done. Now they're personal trainers. Or they or go on Groupon. Or none of that, and or they go to CrossFit gym. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's, and there's that, too. Kelsey actually went to, like, a prestigious college to learn, you know, all this medical fitness stuff. So there's there's actual credit. So I, I put a little bit more value in, in, what, in when you say something and you tell Thank us. You. You, you give us a little bit of a – you spit a little game about your personal training stuff. So quick question, then. How – how do you find that, I mean, the, the type of people that you work with, I mean, it's a high-stress uh, work environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you find that those people that have taken up the workout regimen, how has that affected their, um, maybe their work ethic, their performances? If what have you seen? What kind of results have you seen? Not just on a physical level, but on a mental level as well. It's crazy to see that when people come in and, you know, they're tired, they're exhausted, they've been working all day, and they come in for their workout, and then they leave with a fat smile on their face. They are, you know, they've got their workout and they feel better. Their, their endorphins are flowing. You know, their blood's moving. They got the oxygen going. It's not, you're just, 
a lot of people sit through their break. You know, they don't take that hour to go move or do anything. They sit and they eat during their lunch break, but then they go back to sitting or drink beer. Which today happens to be National Beer Day. I mean, it <laughs> may not be it's on the day. Happy International Beer Day. International Beer Day. Mm-hmm. So it, it may not be na- International Beer Day when you're listening to it, but at this particular moment, I am celebrating with a beer. Yeah, this uh, this will be coming out. We got we're banking episodes because I got baby number two on the oh way. Oh my gosh, what is so this? So I want to keep banking episodes. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Like rabbits. Or I do. You do. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently you do. <laughs> oh, I've, wait, I still don't understand how not this. Not around. <laughs> just just fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just once. <laughs> and then not for a while after that. I'm basically a monk right now. Um, oh the, boy. <laughs> the, uh, I still don't understand how this works. So you go into like, I, I don't know why I'm getting an image of like, y'all go in every week to some office and are like working them out in in their office i don't know why this is my (laughs) image in my head so how does this work like so we're an actual facility okay right by the main so you're like a corporate office office. park or corporate corporate uh okay so so they they sectioned out a piece of their building for you right Uh, okay 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 so it's like uh like uh my wife used to work at wellcare one of the big insurance uh like insurance uh companies of mm-hmm. some sort and like uh they had like i'd never even realized until i went over to drop her off once there's like a whole campus that's got fifty thousand like employees or something like that mm-hmm. um that would be that kind of thing right like just imagine like at your home there's a gym in your basement essentially like, like that so yeah. you live your life upstairs and then you go downstairs well, and then where, do, where do i put the dead hookers in the attic. In the furnace. <laughs> oh, I said attic. Oh, uh, okay. I could do that. The yeah, they, they smell. They, they don't, they don't yeah, they're they not good insulation. Uh, so, <laughs> so like, so what do you do? Do you, Is it a membership deal? Are y'all like part yes. of, it's are y'all are like a subcontracted through whatever company owns the, the building? Yes. So we're like non-for-profit. Um, it's payroll deducted. So they just, they don't even see it comes from like, we're taking your money and you don't even see it. You know, it's right, right. Uh, that sounds like every woman I've ever dated. <laughs> that sounds like government. Um, that's how we, that's how we do. So, all right, that's cool. So people come in. So it's just like a gym, but it's it's just really focused for the people that work in this one particular area. Yes, employees. And pretty much employees only. And now, and you do a holistic kind of approach. It sounds like, or is that you specifically? Is no, that the, the whole. Well, kind of a, as a department whole. We we kind of believe like movement before medication kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we work with people who are on like you wouldn't like it looks like a pharmacy in their cabinet kind of thing like people who are on lots of medication it's like huh, huh, that's a lot of money and that's stress on the body like sure. these are things that are natural that mm-hmm. you're consuming and the body has to work to you know break them down absorb them blah 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 to help you when really you could eat a salad and do some squats and it would probably yeah. Salads and squats cure cancer. I'm gonna make that <laughs> campaign. Yeah, like you, you heard it here first. Yeah. You know, as long as you're healthy and you're moving, I mean, yeah. a lot of the problems come from poor diet and lack of movement. Sitting's the new smoking. Uh, right oh now, man. anybody who's watching this, I'm probably the poster child of what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm Go drink honest. your beer. Be, Go drink I, your beer. Yeah, I know, right? I, I mean, I used to be very, very active, but unfortunately, I spend a lot of time behind the computer, and you know, it, it is one of those things that you get in a zone and you don't want to get up. Because now right. you're in the zone, so it's a lot of short-term memory use. <coughs> like it, it, when you're in that zone. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, "What is it about being in the zone where you're stuck at the desk? You're like, I don't want to get up, uh, but I know this is bad for me. 
like, it's like when you pop an Adderall and you literally cannot move. You're like, I have to get this done. Yeah, and then uh, oh. and then you get stuck on one thing and you never finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or you write the worst book of all time. <laughs> Either way, I think I've done that. Or yeah. you you look at your wiener and you're like, what happened? Some <laughs> guys get little wieners. Um, all the blood gets out of there. Right. Yeah. yeah. It shrinks down to nothing. Just science. Not that I would know. From a personal standpoint, but I don't know. Maybe yeah, you know this, uh, that'd be a great experiment. Maybe you one know? of your guy friends is like, "Hey, look!" Um, but my thing with uh, w- with <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and we we I'm started thinking of a scenario in which some guy friend was like, "Hey, dude, check it out! I took Adderall. Where'd my penis go?" And he just walked. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to think. I'm thinking of in what you've scenario never done like a dick tuck. Like, hey, well, yeah, yeah, where did no, my t- wiener yeah, go? Yeah, kind of thing. Tucked in, tucked out. Yeah, dove totally. But sure. you know, That's a thing. Like a, yeah, well, you don't have a penis, so it's... Right, but people do There's that. a lot of dick humor that you're probably not aware of, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> guys, guys, are, guys are just as fascinated, and, they, and we laugh at our penises just as much as women probably do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty much. We get to have fun with it too, but it's you know it's ours, so we get to play with it. So <laughs> yeah. you do you, you do you. The and rainmaker. Uh, <laughs> so th- my thing is like, what what you said a little bit ago is how little people know about nutrition, or just generally like you know you need to do something, and right? You don't and you don't right. I remember reading a stat years ago in Wall Street Journal. It was like only three percent of Americans do like. 30 minutes of cardio five times a week and cardio counted as like going for a walk, you know, like it was something like that. So it was like, uh, and so, cause I think about it, I was like, well, it depends where you surround yourself because I I used to think like, well, there's probably a lot of people, you know, doing their own kind of thing, uh, workout wise, or just like you do a physical job or something, something like that. And it's like, no, 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 we're very, we're very stationary. Uh, (laughs) And do not think about it as, as as it affects your brain. I think I get depressed if I don't work out. Oh my gosh, I am the same way. If I don't I if I don't play sports or like do some kind of physical activity or something, it really it really fucks with my brain and like it really bums me out. Like I get I'm angry. I get ang- I rarely get angry. Like if you know me, you know that I'm a happy person. If I miss a workout that I was looking forward to, run away. Run and hide because I get very angry. No, man. Well, now, is that missing one? Like, are you so on it that if you miss one, okay, it's like almost an OCD thing where you can't. It used to be really bad. Yeah? Well, just because I was, you know, that's my one hour. And Damien and I recently talked about, like, anxiety release and, like, therapy and, you know, getting away from life and just kind of being in the moment and working on yourself um, more of, like, in a spiritual way. But that used to be, like, my only cop-out for anxiety was that one hour to myself in the gym. And if I didn't get it, I was miserable. I was, like, angry, upset, and not on purpose, but more so, like, my body needed it. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. You know, I find that a lot of people, especially when they're, uh, um, you know, you're, you're a father with two kids. And, and uh, some people that are constantly being, uh, like, I get phone calls and I get texts and emails and all the time. I find that when I respond with, hey, I'm going to the gym. People respect that, and they give you like that one hour mm-hmm. before they start blowing up your phone again. Right. And I think that that's something that we don't really get a lo- enough of. If you if you are in, if you get yourself in that routine of, hey, for this one hour a day, I need to get I need to go and do this. Mm-hmm. That's also an hour away from the text messages, the phone calls, the Facebooking. Although I know there's a lot of people that are Snapchatting in the middle of their workouts, mm-hmm. but you know it also gives you a little bit of that me time. That right. is that sometimes for some, for some people that is their only me time that they could get in the entire day. Right. Escaping other people, having to deal. Well, I guess you're not really escaping other people if you're going to a gym because there's people there. Yeah, but you're not really like 
it's not a, a crazy interaction unless you want it to be. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Anyone has their headphones on and they're in their zone. No one's really messing with them. My favorite's the dude with the Beats headphones, which just seemed very clunky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to like, it's like you're definitely all you do is weightlift kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know those. It just looks silly to me too. I don't know why, uh, but uh, the, the new Bluetooth um, wireless ones that uh, our, our friend Hector has. He, he showed me the, the new ones. They're Bluetooth. They're wireless. They go right in your ear. Those are dope. Because right now I, I had the issue that when I used to run, mm-hmm. um, the wire getting caught you know what i mean oh my gosh my, yeah i'll do my terminator yep. run and they would get yep. caught right there and <laughs> like uh, and then goes there goes my phone flying out of my pocket or something or like jags your ear and you're like yeah ah. yeah so I'm, I'm looking into the wireless now That's yeah gonna be i can't joint. find a good combo for that i've tried to figure it out tried a bunch of things i because i want to use my phone uh to listen to spotify or podcast and um like i can't first off the phone's now heavy Mm-hmm. Phones are pretty heavy and big and clunky. They're mm-hmm. getting bigger. Right. Uh, I have to get a new one that's like a phablet. A yeah, what tablet. is that? I One of my clients has a phablet. And I was like, did you bring your like iPad with you? And she's like, it's my phone. I was like, your your tablet's ringing. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got to answer. I'm like, oh, my gosh, why? Well, once a new goddamn iPhone comes out, this one turns to shit. So it's like, right, I, know. I think I burned this one out, too. So I have to get a new one and it has the Bluetooth uh, headphones. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah, without now, the wire. What do you do with – do you wear a fanny pack? Like, do you put the dad clip on the side? Of I think you're going to have to do a dad clip or something. So even if it's – an, I don't, I've never done the armband thing because for some reason when I have – I don't the, like it. It, pu- arm, it, it, it takes yeah. my blood like yeah, out of my I feel, arm. Like, I feel like his hands start to fall asleep yeah. mid-run. Your fingers turn purple. Like, and they're like, you have it too tight. And I'm like, well, if I have it any looser, it's just going to slide right. up and down. It's like and sweating. It's me there It'll the become the shittiest bracelet yeah, while you I, run. I, I, I vote for like – they need to come up with the thin design fanny pack, like that, that like a, like one that like really hugs close to the body. a little more, little more aerodynamic. Really? Because all the fanny packs I see are still like 80s clunky. Well, are you shopping at a fanny pack store or are you shopping at like a running store? Where is it? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're at a fanny pack store? No, more like a Walmart. I I didn't know there was a fanny (laughs) pack store. (laughs) Me neither, but apparently that's where you go because they have running, they have legit like running fanny packs where you strap in your keys and your phone and... Whatever well, else those are for need. the creepy runners. This the, is why I come on your show, man. <laughs> I learn all kinds of new stuff. That's like the ones for the runners that don't look healthy because they run so much. Oh my gosh, the skeletons. The skeletors. Yes. With the with the really bright neon shoes. Yeah, that's I, smart though. I roll those. Why is that smart? If, well, runners typically wake up at the ass crack of dawn, um, to beat the traffic apparently, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they should wear neon or reflector or anything because if cars are driving, you know. I'm I'm telling you, I'm so sleepy in the morning that if I was going to hit a runner, I'm not looking at their shoes. The shoes is not going to save them. <laughs> they need to wear a neon cap or a neon shirt. I can understand that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, shoes, got all, we got all that. It's, it's like, it's yeah. like you're, wearing, you're wearing all black and neon shoes. I'm not going to see you, buddy. You wear the reflective hat, the reflective vest, the reflective shoes. The reflective reflective retainer. Re- yes. Mm-hmm. Hair tie. Yeah, that's scary. That <laughs> image right there is just really scary. So Can't what, miss them. Uh, what is like... What is a decent? Because I've been thinking about this too. My new motto, my new mantra is kind of uh, trying to marginally getting better every day. Kind of that's my that's what I've been kind of doing the last couple of weeks. Okay. Because what I do is I when I do the whole like I gotta fucking go cold turkey on this or I gotta totally revamp this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost oh it almost always. It's like doing a crash diet almost. Right. Oh. So and I don't do those. I'm just saying like these kind of binge style life changes don't really work. 
it, to me. Right. I think you can't have like one big thing that will help you get over a hump. But mm-hmm. um, my thing is like, all right, when I get, I gotta lose this dad bod. Right? Okay. Well, I'm overweight. Dad bods aren't. Okay. For me, for me, no. So I grew up an athlete. Like I grew up okay, playing sports all the time. My dad mm-hmm. played NFL uh, football. Like fa- uh, all my sisters and cousins were like badass volleyball players. We got a family of athletes. Oh wow! I'm I'm only fat because of me. Oh. You know, it's not genetics. It's not. It's uh, it's everything I'm doing. And, okay. And I'm feeling bad. So I know that's not a good lifestyle, right? Okay. I feel much better just overall. If I'm working out, right. um, you know, I don't have back problems as much if I stretch, right. maybe do yoga once a week kind of thing. And so my thing is like, all right, I got to kind of slide into this because what I do is I go, I go hard in the paint one week mm-hmm. and then I'm so fucked up from being sore because right. I'm trying to get just, just right back to where I was that I never get back into it. And you guys work on the second floor, so that's... Not fun. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's part of it. it the other part's time. Leg and I, day. And Leg I'll make day. excuses to not do something. Uh, like, <clears throat> the other night I was like, all right, I got 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. While it's still light outside, I'm going to go for a run. And it, I I don't feel like running. Uh, feel like shit. Mm-hmm. I'll go as far as I can, and I'll just walk. And then whenever I can't jog anymore, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be a weirdo and do sprints on the track in the okay. park. Because I was a sprinter. Right. I'm not a long distance runner. It's going to take me a while to get back up to that. Me but neither. I can do the sprint, jog, walk, sprint, you know, and just keep doing that like track practice. Right. Um, I don't, that's been my kind of, it's gone a lot better as far as everything I've been doing. You know, don't try to just cram it all into one day. Right. Try to plan ahead too. Okay. Is a big thing. Yes. Um, like time wise. Mm-hmm. And I found out, I really figured it out. The way to eat healthy is really, you have to plan it out. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you have to like cook ahead. Meal prep is a, is key. You can, um, definitely helps planning ahead. Um, but if you run into those situations, like there are a bajillion and one plus more than that options to eat healthy. Like anywhere you go, you can eat healthy. You can make it healthier. You can ask, please don't use this or substitute that. Like people... They go out and they you make mean like these McDonald's fries with no salt, right? Exactly, whole okay. <laughs> salt. But just in general, it's better to cook your own stuff. It is because you get you can control the portion sizes. You can measure things out. You can say, okay, I don't want butter, so don't put butter on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you prepare ahead of time, you're more likely to eat the healthier food because it's there, it's ready for you to go. Well, and my thing also is like food's so convenient now that. You almost don't appreciate it as much, right? Right. We don't have to kill it on the streets and then skin it and cook it well, like they used to. That part, and then there's also just like calories. Chipotle. Like you just uh, like I just eat and go move along, right? You know, not thinking about it. And it's like not to be like you got to respect the food, bro. But like it does make you think about like uh, what you're eating on the fly all the time when you're eating like you're eating like shit because right. you're making excuses it's like, "Oh, I'm busy at work." It's, yeah. al- it's also the spending. I mean, l- on average, what? You go and you eat something anywhere, you're going to spend, what, 10 to 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. You do that every day. Yeah. You do that every day, five days a week, just because let's just say that's your lunch. Right. You know what I mean? So let's say, let's, let's make it 20 because you've got to tip the person or you got to get a soda or you got to get a drink or, or, beer. or whatever <coughs> the case is. Or beer. Um, so 20 times five is 100, bu- 100 bucks a week, $400 a month, sometimes 500 depending on the, wi- on the month. So 
on average, what's that? Fifty-two weeks a year. Fifty-two times, fifty-two times twenty. Calculator. Are you asking yeah. me to do math right now? <laughs> I got it. I got it. You guys. Talk it's like, don't look at me. <laughs> I'll look that yeah, up. I was like, I, I thought you were going to answer it yourself. I know. <laughs> I was like, I was getting really I impressed because in your head and thinking, is he doing the math now? Because bam, you know, it's thousand forty dollars spent on just lunches. Yeah. So you spent a grand. Um, you know, that could probably buy you, a, you know, crap ton of groceries that you could probably eat a lot healthier. Right. Healthier. And buy it in bulk. Buy it in bulk. Measure it out. That's what yeah. I do. What I've been doing too is like instead of. Uh, you buy some things in bulk that, you know, at uh, Costco or whatever. Right. But, like, food-wise, I just make shorter trips to the grocery store now, like, sorry, twice a week. I'm sorry, I totally did that math absolutely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's 365 We need that accountant we were yeah, talking right. <laughs> Keep talking. I, I'll, I'll, re- I'll come back. It's but Friday. Damien's, Damien's on weekend mode right now. But I'll, I'll just, instead of trying to do one, week, one uh, day a week where you go to the grocery store, I'll do, like, two or three and okay. grab, like, you grab fresh stuff and vegetables kinda yeah. make it as you need for the next couple of days. That's worked a lot better too, as far as like eating healthy, uh, staying on course and all that stuff. Um, on average about $5,000 in a year on lunches. That's way, that is way more than a yeah. thousand. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that sounds really low. I'm like, that's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's go to lunch. Well, food's so cheap now compared to how it used to be. Like it, I, it's, uh, like a third of the cost it used to be. I remember, some Mad Men article I was reading about like the times compared here to now, and it was like mm-hmm. food costs are like a third of what they used to be for the average American because they mass produce it. Right, right. Well, they're not really food; they're chickens with no heads, barn. But you know, whatever. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. But uh, how do you sift through a lot of that BS? What's your like uh, food-wise? Everything's organic, right? I saw organic Capri Sun. Yes, so it's true. Like, okay, technically they're right. It doesn't. It is, I guess. But or like gluten-free strawberries. I'm right. sorry. What? When was there ever gluten in strawberries? That's called that's called uh, marketing <laughs> branding, baby. There you go. Yeah. Um. Definitely, they stamp organic on things to make it more expensive. Um. Sure, there's going to be some things that you can buy that are better organic, but you don't have to buy organic. You can also wash your food. I always love how the thing when they put organic, it's like, here's here's two apples. This apple costs 20 cents. This apple costs 25 cents. The organic apple costs 25 cents. Mm-hmm. So you're charging me five cents more for the apple that came off of the tree that you left alone. That you didn't spray that with you didn't That you didn't <laughs> do anything with. You just right. left that tree alone. So I get five cents more for that apple <laughs> versus the apple that, you know what I mean, hey, you put all your effort in making sure that it's not. It's a shittier shelf life, so yeah. you're paying for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, um, in I wonder if Whole Foods will go down with the Amazon, uh, per, Amazon purchasing them, as far as like, and, and having food delivery for that from Whole Foods. I wonder how that's, that's going to work out. That's a new thing. I actually was, um, I was at the grocery store and one lady was wearing this sh- shipped. Yes. The green shirt. Yeah, yeah and I was mm-hmm. like, "What is that?" And she's like, "Well, you know, it's people." A cult. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what it is, it looks like they love aliens or something. <laughs> it yeah. does. It totally does. And she's yeah. like, "Well, this mom, this stay-at-home mom who was drinking wine, couldn't go to the grocery store, so she called me because she was too drunk to drive to the grocery uh, store. So I, I'm I, picking I, up her." I gr- shipped. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about it just for the those things that you need every week. Uh, when we have the two kids and we're both working, mm-hmm. it you know. You, you, I want to be as efficient as possible with our time. Right. Well, what ends up happening with, like, for example, me and Natalia, we, we, she works Saturdays, I work Saturdays. We work five, day, we work six days a week. Sa- mm-hmm. Sundays are really our only day together. Our Sundays were spent Sunday mornings waking up at like 
6 a.m. to go to the grocery store to beat everybody to be done with grocery shopping by 9 a.m. Put the groceries up, do all that stuff like that, and just go Clean and like and, and yeah, and th- and then our one day together, half of it was spent doing all those chores. Right. Meanwhile, when we discovered shipped, for example, we we're like, okay, cool. The stuff that we always need, like you said, right. We put that into the thing. Mm-hmm. It gets there on a Thursday, or whatever. Because hell, they're even they're even nice enough to bring it inside the house and put it away for you if you tip them. Um, wow. They 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 take care of that. Now Sunday mornings are spent doing other things like, hey, how about we share a breakfast together? Right. Versus in bed. <laughs> yeah, in bed. <laughs> um, all right. So I feel like Damien and I have been talking the majority of the time. I want to hear about what you th- like. What? How about this? H- what advice would you give to? Because this shows about uh, you know people trying to do their own thing on the side until they get good enough to do their own thing. It's right. about that hustle uh, to do the passion or to do the idea you think will work while you're probably working a full-time job. Right. And so it's a little bit of motivational meets pragmatic kind of information. Um, and I've always had like three gigs going at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I was used to kind of figuring out, okay, I've got this little wedge of time to do work, to work out, to do whatever. What is practical advice for that person that works nine to fives, trying to do the side hustle, let's say, add it on another 20 hours a week? Okay. Um, what is, like, practical advice to give them on the on the fitness side and on the uh, on the health side? How like to squeeze food. that stuff in, yeah. yeah. Okay, so squeezing things in. So one hour is 4% of your day, right? Yeah, sure. So I didn't do the calculation. Uh, yeah, do you have the calculator? You can <laughs> just magically uh, did that in my head. No, um, it's really not that much time that you, I mean, you could devote that 4% mm-hmm. to your health, to your own health. So, but I think people think it's hard because, you know, they have to pack their bag. They have to, you know, drive to the gym. What if there's traffic? I have to get out by this time. They're like, forget it. I'm not going to go. There are plenty of opportunities to do things like at home videos, um, going around your neighborhood, things of that sort. Like you, there are ways to get it in. Um, what I think works best um, is the buddy system, um, having people hold you accountable. Like, for example, at my job right now, one of the employees at my job um, said she's doing a squat challenge for 30 days. She's doing 100 squats every day for 30 days. So I was like, I'll do it with you. And then there are probably six or seven of us that are doing the squat challenge. Okay. So What's the penalty if you don't? You miss a day. Then you don't look like Beyonce. I'm sorry. Okay. So agreed. We went as far as taking taking before and after pictures. Um, we measured our butts because we want to see. You can do that. You can measure your butt. I've always said that I could study the circumference of a woman's butt from afar, but you mean you, you can actually measure your butt? Yes. Uh, uh, you can do that math, but you can't do <laughs> arithmetic. I'm not surprised. Hey. There's some. There's You're like the things. diameter from her asshole is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so all right but we today like so yesterday we did them together we did 25 different versions or we did 25 squats four different versions okay um and then today we all held each other accountable or like, you do you do your squats you do 50 now you do 50 after your next client like we chopped it up so having other people there to push you and you push them it's buddy system um the other thing is is since it's kind of special in my workplace. Um, these people have to make an appointment with me. So they have to make six appointments and it's once a week. Um, you're not going to not go to your doctor's appointment because you're tired. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go. 
well, to your doctors. You want, you want them drugs. You want them opiates. Yeah. Right. But these people have the same motivation. You want to look good. You want, you know what I'm saying? They want to lose the weight. They want to put on the muscle. They want to look lean. So you're saying they need to schedule a time. Yes. They need to pencil it in as if it's like a doctor's appointment. Um, when I was working on campus at college, um, I had the same like five or six girls coming to my group fitness class every week. They did not, not miss a day. Um, one girl missed a day. and We made her do suicides up and down the studio. Um, but I was like, how do you guys get here so consistently? They scheduled it in as if it's a class, like if a, a sure. co- college course. Yeah. And I was like, that's perfect. They're like, so we have to go. And the six of them were all friends. So they held each other accountable. So it is possible. Um, that's been the best thing that I can think of. Um, but uh, people are very quick to make excuses. Sure. Yeah. How do you deal with the excuse monster in your brain? Oh my gosh. You slap yourself. Slap yourself. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, what <laughs> what I've are the th- I've, well, okay, so just back to that <coughs> real quick. I found that um, if you take one day to plan the week, mm-hmm. it I, I it hurts all. This is not my mode growing up. I'm trying to change behavior. Mm-hmm. But it, since I started doing that, go all right on Sunday. I take like 30 minutes and go just look at iCal and just go. Okay, I think I can do work out here, get up early here, do this, and try to fit. And now I'll start wedging in like a spin class, yep. a yoga class in there. Um, that is the biggest thing, is really time management. Absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, if you if you have to be the person that wakes up early, I heard this from Jocko Wilnick, who's a Navy SEAL, uh, now like motivational speaker. He talks about the 4.30 wake up. Uh, and I did it for a week, and it definitely i was definitely more productive because mm-hmm. uh, at night it's just like i don't need to watch netflix right i just have it on and i'm not even really watching it right i just have just don't want to go to bed at 10 for my own weirdness mm-hmm. of not wanting well, to go to bed before that's, 10 that's that's because as kids we're trained that we have to go to bed at a certain time every time so we as when we get to be teenagers and then young adults we tend to be like well i'm staying up until 4 a.m. in the morning if i feel like it Right, but I mean, it's uh, ultimately it was getting in the way that weird like I don't want to go to bed so early. It is, is getting in the way of what, what I really want to do. Right. And so what I did was go all right, wake up at four thirty, and it kind of mandated that I have to do some kind of physical activity every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like today, I was like, all right, I got a random hour. I'm just gonna go to the gym, get it done. Perfect. I feel like ass. I can do the stair master. For 40 minutes. Something. And I answered emails on the phone. There you go. Multitask. <laughs> yeah. No, I watch I watch HBO while I'm doing my cardio. Like so you. that's the reward one, right? Mm-hmm. Where peop- some people won't watch TV unless they're doing some kind of sit-ups or push-ups or they get those things done while watching at home. Right. To, to like, unlock it as a reward for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, but the thing about the 4.30 wake-up, I go, all right, this sucks for sure. And it's definitely not something I want to do when I get back into doing stand-up a lot more because mm-hmm. it's a little too tough. You, you're up really late. It's hard to go to sleep if you're all jacked up from shows and stuff. Right. Um, but I said, like, do this until, like, I try to give myself, like, a little reward. Like, do this until you get these things done, then creep it up to, like, 5. And then I crept it up to 5.30. Mm-hmm. And 5.30 right now is where I'm working at. But, like, the other thing he was saying, Jocko Wilnick was saying, was like, get up and just get moving. Right. Set your shit out the night before so you don't have to mm-hmm. think about it. 
Uh, I've been doing that. That's exactly what I do. I I do my to-do list for the next day, the night before, before I go to bed. I'm like, all right, what do I have to do when I wake up? And I plan it out by time. Like, okay, I have to get to work by 8. Here I am. And then a gym, you know, meal, home. I got to call this person, that person. Like, I go down the line. I have to make sure that I get all these things done in order. Uh, Yeah, I have a checklist. Like, get stuff ready for the baby, for his daycare. Get, you know, get my stuff ready for the day. Um, Because I'm not a morning person. So Ooh. I'm basically a zombie. Right. But I want I want everything just on autopilot. Cuz if I feel like shit, I can still I'm still vertical. I can I can walk around and do all those things right. and get out of the door. So that's helped and then his thing was like the discipline of doing these things is is actually the ultimate freedom, which I totally it sounds corny and I but I totally believe it because I mean Damien and I talk about this all the time mm-hmm. is like we want to do a lot of things through our businesses. And if we don't figure this out with these disciplines, we're never going to get there. Right. There it won't be enough time if it's not time managed properly. Yeah. You and I think we sandbag ourselves because it's like, well, I don't want to be this kind of like really uh, accountant kind of guy that's really like fickle and like, uh, you know, no fun league kind of thing. Right. But I now I tell myself it's like just – it's not gonna be that way forever. Just do it for a while, right? Work needs so to be done. So you get some shit set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I went on a rant, but that's okay. Uh, I want to hear the health, healthy stuff that you give to the nine to fivers, also doing the side thing. Okay. So like you know, a lot of people eat at their desk. A mm-hmm. lot of people uh, eat in the car and stuff. What like I- is there any hacks other than shit? like uh, meal plans online, like something like Blue Apron where you don't have to cook or any of that? Yeah, there's tons of meal prep companies. Like, it's a growing thing. The industry is kind of saturated now, but there's tons of different options. I know there's Fit Life, there's Rebuilt Meals, there's um, Nutrition Solutions. There's tons of – they're already cooked for you. They taste great. Like, the macronutrients are already planned out for you. You know how many grams of protein you're eating, you know how many carbs you're eating. Um all you have to do is pretty much pay for it, and it's there. Yeah. So if you, if for but the convenience. But in comparison to just cooking it yourself, I mean, how much of it, I mean, we'd have to probably do a study to give a, an accurate number, but are, are you, are you, is it like a little bit more than just cooking it yourself? Is it a lot more than cooking it yourself? Um, is it affordable for someone who's working a nine-to-five who's trying to get into that? I mean. If you're trying to eat healthy, I think it's absolutely worth it because if you don't have enough time to if you're going out and you're you don't have enough time to cook a healthy meal and you're running out and grabbing fast food or whatever it is it's something unhealthy first of all you're spending the money and second of all you don't have that healthy option you're going to grab whatever is quick and cheap and it's usually not healthy yeah. so i mean meal preps when i w- when i was doing meal preps um took me several hours on sunday oh yeah because you know you're, you're two to three hours you're portioning it out it, it does take the cook, a while the cleanup and yeah. everything yeah well, they, so they now but they they have them like ready to go in the in the little uh you, containers and stuff you heat them up you eat them and you go but how close is that to just you know buying a bunch of lean cuisines and stuff like that like how oh uh, lean cuisines garbage <laughs> i'm just asking i'm just you know i've never done you the, can buy lean cuisine if you want i'm not i'm not trying they're to down lean cuisines but just i'm just trying to say like how different so gross it's the quality of the food it's not frozen it's usually made like that week before and then they send you whatever five days worth of meals or whatever it is you can get breakfast you can get lunch you can get dinner you can all three if you are that busy but i mean honestly if you're if it's a lunchtime thing where you need to be sitting in the computer or you need to be doing your work or you want to go to the gym 
and take that time rather than going out to eat, you have your meal that's healthy, already cooked for you. It's going to taste good. They typically don't give you like yeah. like bland cardboard food. Okay. Um, right. But I think if you're worried about time management, like taking cooking and cleaning and all that out of the mix. How do you, um, how about this? The other part, I think a lot of people are, this people that are trying and they give up, I think this is the big one is not really like you're doing the squats thing, right? You Mm -hmm. guys are looking back at the before. Right. Um, And this is like a little science test on y'all on yourself Mm -hmm. in a a way. Yeah, it is. Um, It's a study. And so I think what people are really bad about is uh, trying to go, Hey, this six weeks, I'll try this Mm -hmm. or whatever, try something Mm -hmm. and then try to see what the results are and how you felt along the way. Um, as far as like either changing your diet a little bit, a lot of people just don't know. They don't know how to tune themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like I feel like, I feel like a lot of people just don't know what works for them because they don't really look back at the trial and error stuff. They're not reflecting. They're not logging. They're not, I think tracking is the best thing that you can do because if it's not working, then you can look back and say, okay, well, maybe I'll change this. You know, if you're doing cardio five days a week and all of a sudden you plateau, well, maybe switch it up. Maybe do some weightlifting or, you know, kind of it's, it's all, it's all experimenting on yourself right. and it's going to take time to kind of figure out what works best for you. Um, same thing with diet. I mean, some people are like, I'm going to go on this low carb diet and it doesn't work for them or they're going to go on this no carb diet or, or high protein or high fat like, or low fat. It's, it's really you have to figure out what works best for your body and how, how does it make you feel? Is it realistic? Is it maintainable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pe- people are quick to fall off the bandwagon because they don't see results in the first two weeks. So I think taking those pictures or um, I'm not a huge fan of jumping on the scale because depending on, you know, water and carbohydrate intake, because carbs hold on to water. They retain water. So that's naturally when people if you start. tell me they do, they do. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, they're th- sponge. Exactly. Well, if you think about it, like carbohydrates retain water molecules. So when people start cutting carbs, they, they're losing weight. Right. But it's usually just water, but, um, but that's enough mental motivation for them to keep going. You know, people see like the pounds are dropping. They're like, Oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to, you know, so whatever it takes to get you to keep going is great. Um, but when you start eating more carbs again, you start gaining a little bit more weight, you get discouraged and you fall off the boat and you're like, what's the point? Blah. So you, you have, have a, to you have a beer in the middle of the day. Right. And it just ruins your whole day. And you might be getting married soon. <laughs> so, you know, my you day look just fine. I don't know what's up. But I'm just saying like people, uh, people tend to overcomplicate things and they make it so hard on themselves that they give up. You know, it doesn't have to be that hard. Like don't weigh yourself every day. It doesn't give you enough time to do really change at all. Um, you know, I or wake up every day on Sunday mornings and weigh yourself once that week and see how your progress is tracking along the way. All right, do I need to amp it up a little bit? Am I going, you know, is progress kicking the way it's supposed to? Um, same thing with your diet. I think people pretty much complicate diet to no ends. I mean, there's so much science. What would be the most basic, simple diet that you would say, hey, look, if you did this, you'd be okay? Eat to fuel what you're doing for the day. People tend to think like, oh, I need to have this many carbs at this time in the morning every day. But are you really doing the same thing every day? Especially people who work out or people, you know, who are trying to get into fitness. Like 
if you are and you eat shit for breakfast we've been fed like have orange juice have uh oh you have like have a cereal cereal's not good for it's you. Like, like so much sugar you might as well right. just spoonful yourself some sugar Wait a minute, what's wrong with orange juice it's sugar it's man. sugar crazy amount of sugar but all the vitamin juice. c and makes Fuck you feel dude, good you get blah, 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 you're gonna blah, get yeah, vitamin yeah. c through a lot of other stuff dude i like orange juice religiously it's like that's like this that's like orange juice goes up with the sun it's sun it's i know orange, we, <laughs> i know we it's florida because it's been it's been etched in your brain it was mine too i'd i'd wow. pound i'd pound orange juice all day when i was little uh and it's you not guys, you guys are juice juice in general any form of juice is just well, what no about good. people that do juicing well that's because it's coming from the actual fruit or vegetable oh so if i had freshly squeezed orange juice i'm okay yeah they add a ton of garbage to that to make it taste better but it says simply it's orange. a different yeah it's not it's simple <laughs> nothing okay. is simple yeah i mean it's a <laughs> different kind of sugar your whole life uh Crap. that's coming out of that but i mean like what paleo is probably the best no i it really depends on y- your body type and what your goals vegan? are pure raw vegan sure if that's what you're going for go ahead I know you too well. You would never. (laughs) But it'd be interesting to see how it would affect your mood. You know, like some people, I I think we need meat, but I think Mm -hmm. like, um, I think if you're a meat eater for a while, it'd be interesting to see that control of just, uh, of testing yourself, see what that's like. The only be addicted to everybody, would, right? The only weeks. result you would see is me putting salt on your forearm. Okay, <laughs> 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 everybody, watch Come your forearms. <laughs> watch Come your forearms. <laughs> that, um, that dad bod looks juicy. Oh my gosh! All right, so let's close it out. Any advice? Anything? Uh, anything we didn't touch on that y'all do? Um, anything? you wanted to talk about that I forgot to bring up. Okay. So as far as what I see is poor habits is hydration. Um, if I were to, if I were to, as, okay. as you grab your water bottle. <laughs> well, cause I heard like 64 ounces a day and then I heard that's bullshit. It's just depend. Again, it depends on what you're doing all day. We live in Florida and it's humid all day, every day. Um, well, there's people that listen to this outside of the area. We, we've got a listenership. Right. No, no, no. I know. But I'm just saying, like, your pee should be clear. If it's yellow, you're dehydrated. Really? Yes. What if, well, if I took a multivite, then... Okay. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes okay. your pee will be yellow because you're excreting vitamins. Right. Um, but essentially, your pee should be clear. You should be drinking at least three to four liters a day. Um, and if you're working out, like, you're sweating, like... That adds up. So I just saw that at that show, Adam Ruins Everything. It's one of my favorite shows because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm partly <laughs> that guy a lot of the time uh, where you're just popping up and going, actually. But he was saying, like, we've made this thing about overhydrating so much, and it's really just drink when you're thirsty. I think if you're thirsty, you're dehydrated. You shouldn't get to the point where you're thirsty. I don't think that's dehydration, though. That's just thirsty, right? But isn't it true that you could also um, confuse um, hunger for dehydration? I got heartburn, <laughs> and that, that confuses I sometimes. I heard I that sometimes a signal for hunger, like, hey, I'm hungry, but you really – Look, I don't really want to put you on the spot about no, this No, no, part, no, no, no. Well, it depends. I think the amount of water that you consume really depends on the person, the individual. But I think that overall people are, are generally dehydrated because nobody's really drinking pure water. They're drinking other forms of liquids. But There's that a lot of water in this beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full 12 ounces of water in there. Right, but if you think about all the cells in your body uh, – Everything in your body that requires water, every cell 
um, cell membranes. They're every everything requires water. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting fact. Did you know that you don't your fat cells? You don't lose fat cells. Did you know that? Okay, Kelsey uh-uh. told me that. I know very little about biology. Your fat cells don't disappear; they just shrink. So you'll have the same un- unless you get liposuction. But like these fatties are hanging out, man. Yeah, they just get smaller, so it's easier for you to fill them back up. So that's why people are quick to gain the weight back. They do not yeah, go see? away; Trivia they just shit. hang out. You can lose calories. You can lose. The f- you can lose the substance and stuff that's inside the cell. You know, boom. But the cell itself actually just stays there. Huh? And it just gets smaller. So they're o- I'm always gonna have those fat cells in my dick for my fat dick, right? Yes. yes. Always. Girth. Always. They're, they're never gonna. It's go all about anywhere. the girth. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else we missed other than no, I think water? We can, we can end on. I girth. want the water debate, and we'll come <laughs> back because I'm gonna bring some studies back when you come. Okay. Back. Yeah. Go ahead. I want to look this up because I believe that show because they do all the fact finding to a T. But I believe you. I believe you as well because it's kind of that thing of like, I know a lot of people that it's like. They're like, I feel like shit all the time. It's like, do you drink water and like kind of like close your eyes every now and again? <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. might do the trick, <laughs> you know? A little water, a little yeah. sleep. I guess they just the people that I run into and the people that I work with mostly, um, they don't drink hardly any water mm. whatsoever. Like they'll go through a whole workout and they won't take a sip of water. So I mm. can't because I want to, uh, I've got that heartburn that makes me want to puke. Oh Jesus! So Please it's like it feels it. like it just chills right there, yeah, oh, and mm-hmm. it, like it'll the water will be right there. So I'll drink a bunch right after, uh, right. and I'll drink a bunch earlier. But if I'm going for a run, I'll I'll puke. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. I mean, fun. that's just that's the beauty of being me. This post nasal <laughs> drip meets uh, <laughs> meets heartburn right in the middle and creates wah, wah. this sweet, really super white complainy guy. Like yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to don't go on a run with you unless I you t- have I t- water. I told you you were better off ending on the girthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. I can cut this out. I won't, but I can. <laughs> All right. We out. Peace. <laughs>